All right. Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and today I have my brother, Javar, on again to catch us up on the NBA. Me and him usually do our NBA pods weekly, um, but since the Lakers are awful, we just haven't had the heart to do anymore, (laughs) to be completely honest. But um, I hit Javar up, and he agreed that it was time to come out of retirement um, you know, put the number 45 on. All right, let me stop. But yeah, so we were doing another NBA pod. And um, yeah, guys, we, we we just try to, you know, catch up on everything that's been happening in the NBA. Uh, I mean, we've been gone a long time, so we didn't get to uh, really discuss a lot of things that happened since we've uh, since we've taken a little hiatus. But, you know, obviously, since the Lakers are awful, uh, you know, the playoffs are coming around the corner. We talk about the Russell Westbrook thing, about the fans. Uh, talk about the MVP race and how James Harden and Giannis are kind of neck and neck. Uh, and, man, this is a really great conversation. I'm glad that we got to do it. Uh, playoffs are coming very soon. So, guys, please enjoy. And also, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please remember to download every episode. Um, downloading the episodes really helps me out, guys, as well as subscribing because it will download automatically. Uh, please take some time to leave me a review. It will also really help this podcast grow even more. And just thank you to everybody that has listened to my pod. I really appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram if uh, if you have questions about the podcast at Jules. It's J-O-U-L-3-S. That's J-O-U-L-3-S. Follow me on Instagram, guys. I'll be happy to interact with you on there and talk about the pod. Thank you again, everybody. And uh, please enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I am your host, Julian, and today I have my brother, Javar, back on to catch us up on all the things that have been happening in the league since we've been away. Javar, it's been a long time, man. Uh, How you been? What's going on? Doing all right, man. Uh, I think I'm out of my... uh, Well, I've already hit the the stages of uh, of grief or whatever for Lakers fans. (laughs) I'm kind of, you know, kind of over this season, just ready to just sim to the end. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I haven't really, I mean, I've, I've been watching about NBA, but I haven't quite been in it as as I, as I used to. But the last couple of mm-hmm. years, I've been listening to the podcast and, and watching stuff again and kind of getting back into it. So, yeah, you know, it's, for the playoffs, man. How about you? I was about to say, like, it's funny you say that because I have been deliberately avoiding podcasts, ESPN. Like I, I'm not listening to any of it. Like I'm so depressed <laughs> about about how how bad the Lakers are, and you know I, I follow so many people on Laker on Twitter. I've had to mute some people. Um, wow, bro, it's bad. No, bro, like I don't want to see it. I do not want to see it. Like it's it's so depressing. Like and then tonight, of course, I see that uh, the Lakers are starting Mike Muscala. <sighs> um, you know what? Yeah. Resting his groin. Or, or yeah. Groin. Is he hurt or yeah. Is he, what's, what's up? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's hurt. Quote unquote. Actually, no, yeah. ESPN. Luke says uh, we haven't. I haven't had any discussions with LeBron about shutting down for the rest of the season. I look forward to him coming back and playing because we're a better team with him on the floor. So that's interesting. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that leads in nicely to the first topic of the day, man. First thing on the agenda is LeBron the best player in the league? There's been a lot of talk lately on multiple networks about who's who's the new guy. I mean, people are trying to dethrone LeBron and his status because the Lakers are bad and because he's been hurt, even though he's still putting up terrific numbers. Um, but yeah. what what are your thoughts on that, man? Like, is 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 LeBron? You know, is his reign as the best player in the league finally over? Well, I tell you what. <clears throat> um, to me, he's not the best player in the league right now this year but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean he's completely falling off and it's like it's over for him right um because you know he, he's he's still the best player in the league uh, up until he got hurt i mean he was looking just fine even though he was yep. close in and uh might not always play defense but you know he still had an impact out there on the floor it was, it was very tangible mm-hmm. uh now i mean he, he still has an impact i saw a stat today we were like plus one uh since the all-star break with him on the floor <laughs> it's not great, but at least that's positive. But we're like sure. negative 140 something with him off the floor, which is that is mind boggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look, it, under under his watch, the Lakers have been pretty much the worst team in the league since um, the trade deadline. Yes, I mean, um, 
net rating, the worst in the league. They're, I want to say the record is like one of the worst, uh, one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's played most of these games. I mean, I know we haven't been fully healthy with the Alonzo out and, uh, you know, Ingram's been out for like uh, 10, 10, 15 games plus and counting. Um, but, Kuz too. You know, Kuz has missed a few games. Yeah, I mean, look, I look, yeah, especially with how the roster is built, he doesn't have a lot of help. But come, I mean, we've lost to some bad teams, even even in that stretch. I saw, I didn't watch the games uh, Sunday where we lost to the Knicks and blocked <laughs> by Mario Hazonia, this lottery bust. Uh, <laughs> like he had like no lift on the shot. I mean, uh, that's it's not a good look. But it's not it's not all lost for him. I think. Um, I mean, you know, he's all about PR and stuff. Um, of course. Trying to control the narrative. Um, I wonder if him resting and saying it's for the groin tonight instead of just like rest or low management, you know, they had to say it was for the groin. Mm-hmm. And trying to put out there that he's still not 100%. So, of course you know, they are. To try to save face for him getting blocked. Of course they are. European <laughs> bus. Um, it's, it's funny how that, how that comes out the day after um, yeah, exactly. that, you know, that happens. Yeah, exactly. It, I, it actually, it's funny uh, on that note, if we're kind of going on a tangent here, but um, I don't know if you saw a video on Get Up yesterday. Uh, Damon Jones, his former teammate and former coach of the Cavs, mm-hmm. uh, was all defending him and, you know, swearing, you know, swearing off. Everybody he's a good teammate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good teammate and, you know, all that. And he took his team out to dinner last, last night after the game. Huh. Isn't that convenient? Like maybe LeBron <laughs> saw that everybody was rag, saw you know the video of Walt Frazier ragging on him for being a bad teammate and all this stuff. So yep. he invited these guys out to dinner, and six of them showed up. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is LeBron James. They're gonna, sh- you know, if he asks you out to dinner and he says he's gonna pay for it or whatever. They're gonna show up, right? Of course. So you know that's just another thing trying to control the narrative. I'm sure he had his boy. He made sure he put that out there. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I I just funny I see through this stuff, but I get it. Um, but even with that said, he hasn't looked 100% since he's been back. So, you know, I, I, I could believe that he's not all the way there um, physically, even though he's had some nice dunks. But, like, he's just not – doesn't have that movement, especially, like, laterally. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I think, you know, he rests and get 100% this offseason <clears throat> and maybe, you know, focus a little bit more on his game and, you know, his free throw shooting and his focus and getting his body back right for a, a 82 game grind and playoffs. You know, this is a, this is an Easter conference. He's got to, he's got to be ready to play this season. He can't, he can't be, you know, coasting, you coast and you lose the bad teams that, that adds up at the end of the season. So I think he just got to, you know, get his mind right and reset. Let's get a better team around him. And I think he's going to have a crazy year next year. I'm hoping uh, he comes back strong for like MVP type season. So I, with all that said, I don't think I'm writing them off. Um, I still got him as uh Top two. I mean, to me, I, I think Durant was always like right below him, and now mm-hmm. like I, it's crazy that everybody's elevating Giannis and all these other guys. Come on, man, let let, let Durant get his due. Like, what do you got to do? <laughs> he has to, do? He has to not has play to for the Warriors. Apparently, apparently his, his his career is invalid until he does anything. You know, until he wins without the Warriors. That's that's what a lot of people like to say about Kevin Durant, which is stupid. It's hypocritical. I mean, look, Durant is a complete player, and he's oh yeah, dominant, like offensively, and he's actually good on defense. He's not you know a lockdown defender, but he's a plus on defense. Yep. No, I totally so, agree. You know, I, I still got LeBron top two, but I, I, I give the nod to KD. Um, I, I can't get I can't put Giannis there right now. I mean, I, I might give no. him the MVP. He's had a great season. I'll give him the MVP for a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, he I can't. You got, I got to see it in the playoffs. You got to be a champion. You can't, you can't just knock the Kings off. You know, just all willy nilly. Like you got to earn that. So mm-hmm. I give it to Durant. He's actually a champion right now, and the finals two time champ right now. Finals MVP. He should. Yep. He should be getting more respect right now. But yeah, what do you think? No, man, I totally agree. Um, it's it's feared. I when when this question was originally raised, I got to sneeze. Crap. <sighs> wow, I had to cut that. <clears throat> so when this question was originally raised, I um. It was it was weird to me. Like I, I was, I, I I'll admit. I mean, I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan. So I mean, because he's on the Lakers, I'm a fan of his by by that. I guess if that makes any sense. But um, you know, it it, it was weird to hear, to hear people question his status as the best player in the world. Um, and I I it it almost feels like it, it has a lot to do with the fact that 
you know, the 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 world and the league is so what have you done for me lately? Um, you know, with 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 LeBron going down on Christmas and missing 18 games, people who seem to like forget how good he was. Um, and like, you know, like you like you mentioned to me, how how good we were when he was on the floor with us up until that point. Um, I mean, you know, obviously when he came back, um, you know, people like to say he wasn't 100 percent. But my opinion, if you're on the floor, there's no excuses. So I don't I don't want to hear that from anybody. I mean, he's producing, but, though. It's not like he's a bum. Out yeah. There, yeah. 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 But, yeah, it's, it's just weird, man. I mean, you know, hearing people say that, you know, he's, he's not the best in the league anymore just because the Lakers aren't good. It's kind of weird. Um, so, I mean, in, in, in my opinion, he still is. Just because, you know, somebody has to come and take that. Like, I, I can't just hand it out just because the Lakers are down. Like, exactly. somebody needs to, you know, so somebody has to actually earn that. But that's just my opinion. And it's just like, you know, people want to, like, kind of like you said, they want to move on to the next thing. But it's almost like they want to hit you when you're down. Like, these guys have been hating all their life. They're ready to take their shots. I mean, I'm, I wasn't the biggest LeBron fan, like you said, same similar to you. But. It's it, I'm, you know we lived through this with Kobe, like as yes. soon as he started the cracks started to show, people just just came in with the woodwork out the woodwork and just tried to pile on him. Before yeah. he was even he was still winning championships and people were ready to crown LeBron as the next guy, just looking for the next guy or whatever. Like so, you know it's it's the cycle. Um, of course, the media likes LeBron more than they like Kobe, but um, mm-hmm. so they're not really going all in on him. But you know even. We're, we're we've we've been out the playoffs for weeks and we're still leading like sports. I mean, uh, like first take and, and uh, <laughs> like the first like the, you know, yeah, their most significant segments. So they depend on LeBron. They depend on the Lakers. So they just gotta have something to talk about. And there's a lot of haters out there. There's a lot of a lot of people out there who are used to the Lakers beating their teams and winning championships over them, and they're they're just reveling in our our down years. So it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a great way to put it, man. I mean, you know, people people enjoy the fact that we're mediocre now. But, um, you know, I, I, have, I have confidence that uh, over the we summer. We're just mediocre. We, we are garbage. We, like, <laughs> the last six years, we're the worst team in the league. So, we're, like, worse than the Suns, worse than the Knicks, Sixers, all those teams that were tanking. We, we have the worst record in the league, left, league in the last six years. So, that's not, mm-hmm. it's not great, man, but, you know. We'll bounce back. We'll be all right. It might not Definitely. be. Hopefully, it's this summer, but, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, now, man, I, I, I kind of want to talk about some controversy that happened in the league. Um, so, Russell Westbrook has been going through these things with these fans. Um, first, it was it was the incident where the, the kid, I think it was in Denver, uh, some kid sitting courtside, um, pat him or hit him, however you want to put it, uh, and, you know, as a as as a player, I mean that's that's just not cool. Even if it's a kid, like I don't care. Like that's not cool. I thought that Westbrook handled that particular situation the best way he could. Like he he turned around, he realized it was a kid, and he spoke he spoke to the kid's father, and he moved on. Um, but I still think that 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 should never happen. I mean that that father needs to discipline that child. Um, and then in Utah, man, I, I don't know what's going on with these Utah fans, but this is not the first incident of them just acting reckless like they they calling him boy and telling him to kneel like oh what's going on man well you know so the 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 kid incident you know that like i said that's that's pretty much russell actually handled that correctly um yeah and there's not really much you can do about that i mean fans that's that's the great thing about the nba experience is that you're that close right often you know you could actually touch the players um yeah it's not like that in any other sport. Well, maybe in baseball when they try to catch a ball in the stands, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, that's not the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. Like being being an NBA player, there's nothing nothing like being that close. Yeah, and then you know, I, I actually have experience with Utah uh, Utah fans. When I was in the military, I was in Idaho. Um, there was a few times I went out to I drove down to Utah to catch the Lakers when they were in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, once when they were in the playoffs, actually. And let me tell you, like, Utah fans, well, first of all, Utah, they only see black people in sports and in the military. <laughs> right? so, like, they, it is not, I'm, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Like, similar <laughs> to Idaho, like, you don't see any black people out there. Um, right. 
folks that that's not affiliated with the military or, or you know family member of the military or sports down there for scholarship something like that sure um, and but you know just around town everybody's nice um, i didn't feel i mean it didn't feel any different from idaho like it was just you know i didn't feel in danger but um <laughs> like the fans of the jazz like there's the jazz like that's the only i want to say that's the only major sport they have in idaho uh, Utah. Sure it is. I mean, sorry, Utah. Yeah. Well, I know it doesn't have any, but yeah, Utah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, they're very passionate about their jazz, similar to like OKC fans, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, uh, when I was in there with with my Laker jersey on, it, it was it was a little hostile. Guys were or people were, were just yelling at me and saying stuff all the time. Nobody called me and said anything racist that I heard, but I kind of just had my head down. I wasn't I was just trying to watch the game and cheer for my team. Right. So. I can only imagine um, what players hear. Um, I mean, it's, it's probably like that in any arena. They probably hear all types of racist stuff and wild stuff, stuff like right. your mother or your kid or whatever. But it's just a little different in when you see nothing but a sea of white people in, in, a, in an arena. And in, and in the Utah arena, it's like right on top of you, like right in you. Like it, it feels like you're in a, like similar to Phillips, actually, but maybe even like more closer in on top of you like even in like the uh the nosebleeds it's, it's just like right there mm-hmm. so it's it's just it's very loud it's, it's it's you know probably a little intimidating if if you uh the typical nba player coming out of <laughs> you know the hood or wherever where you know around mostly black people right um so yeah but you know all in all i think they're just they're just passionate fans you know every every fan base has their bad apples i don't want to say I mean, I've been hearing a lot of that, that, that Utah has that reputation, but it's probably just because it's mostly white people. Mm-hmm. Intim- I don't say intimidate, but it's just different. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, I, I didn't bring up this point. So, so, you know, so you or I could say that the city of Utah or the state of Utah is just, you know, racist. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I just wanted to highlight the fact that, like you said, you know, there's, there's, there, there's boundaries. And that fan crossed that boundary, um, and I'm I'm glad Look, that Russell Westbrook though he 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 was a little out of line too. Now he was threatening him and his and his wife like that was. Uh, he could have handled it better, but out of line, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I would react if if that situation happened to me, but I can't imagine that I would be anything less than infuriated. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, true. Somebody and they're saying stuff like wild stuff like that. Yeah, you never know how you snap, but of course. And yeah, man. So like I said, uh, you know, uh, I'm glad that the the owner and uh, the NBA decided to step in and ban that fan. Um, you know, I, I just you know I I, I don't want to see stuff like that happen. You know, stuff like that doesn't have a place in sports. Um, you know, it's 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 not good for the league. And they know we have another malice the palace. <laughs> Get that fan uppercut, boy, it'll be over. <laughs> hey, that would not be good TV. I mean, it'd be good for people like us, but yeah, the league would, yeah, they would hate yeah, that. We don't need that again. Yeah. No. So speaking on, Our speaking state. on, yeah. So speaking on fans and, you know, management owners, James Dolan uh, for the New York Knicks, he, he tried to get a fan. I think he succeeded actually in getting a fan ban. Just for the fan suggesting that he sell the, the team, yeah. yeah, like he was really in his feelings about that. Um, just goaded him into it, really. So, yeah, yeah. You know, you would think stuff like that would would draw other players away from the Knicks, but right. Dolan, you know, he he's he's a clown, but like he pays. He he, he opens the checkbook, and he it's not like he really gets. In the way he just lets his people manage the team, especially since Phil, right? So Phil Jackson at this. So I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He's a, he's a clown, but does it does it really matter? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, I, I just thought that the whole That's incident dumb. was just comical. Like I'm just like, why why is this even like a topic of conversation? But yeah, you know, good old interesting. It's kind of a tangent on on Dolan and the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the radio last week um, talking about, you know, one of his comments uh, I heard about um, basically saying he's hearing from from agents that players are interested in coming to the Knicks. 
Like a lot of superstars <laughs> are interested in coming to the Knicks. Like, is that it's right? Be a very successful offseason for him. And so it, this is like in a response to uh, to Bill Simmons or whoever was reporting that uh, Dolan is fielding offers to try to sell the team. Mm-hmm. So Dolan is Dolan is saying like people are like Simmons is saying that to dissuade um, free agents uh, from coming. Like, yeah, free agents from going to the Knicks, like Kyrie or something, leaving Boston and going to the Knicks. Yeah, because Simmons uh, is like friends with Boston's uh, GM. Right, but isn't that tampering? All, all that he basically just admitted uh, that he, absolutely he's tampering. I mean, and if it was Lakers, it'd be tampering. I say, please believe Jenny Buss <laughs> or Magic Johnson said that. They'd be getting slapped with a fine and like losing yep. draft picks or something. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it's only tampering if, if the Lakers do it. That's that's Clearly. what I'm. So. Clearly. Yeah. So let's 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 move on to uh to some of the the awards. So since we spoke last time, man, um, I I, I feel like at, at least for me anyway, some of some of my awards have kind of changed. Um, so let's start with Rookie of the Year and. I bring this up because Trey Young, my goodness, this kid has been hooping. Like, he has been hooping since the All-Star break. I mean, he's been breaking people's ankles. He's been staring people down and getting texts. He's been hitting these deep threes. He's been dropping 40 and 30 and triple overtime. Like, this kid, is he's, he looks spectacular. Um, so who do you think who do you think is, is rookie of the year right now? Man, I still got Luca. He, he's he's just too far ahead. He's still Me putting too. up numbers. I mean, his team's garbage. They're not winning, but um, he's, his record's still better than the Hawks. His numbers are still better than Trey Young's. I mean, his rookie of the year, not like rookie of the last month or two. So. Yeah, but no. Trey I mean, Young has been like I've, I've always liked Trey. Um, yeah, he wasn't shooting well, but I always figured you know if you get his shot together, he had all the skills, all the moves to, to be mm-hmm. a star. I mean, mm-hmm. especially if it, so, he's got to get his shot together, get his weight up, you know, get a little stronger. And just improve his skills, sharpen his skills, and get used to the speed of the game because he's got everything. I, I I really like his game. I don't think he can be like, like I I still think the Hawks will need like a another wing score, like a, a number one score. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna be a, a twenty five plus per, per game guy just because he's gonna shoot a lot. He's gonna shoot a lot of threes, but they need a guy that they can just depend on to get a bucket, or at least someone else that can help get an easy bucket. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, they got John Collins is like low key like Amari Stoudemire. Like he's, he's <laughs> I mean, he's not dunk posterizing everybody like Amari, but he's yeah. got a similar game. Uh, if they can get Zion, boy, it'd be a wrap. Ooh, hey, look, season tickets. I but don't that's care. The same for uh, so what if the Mavericks get Zion? What if the Lakers get Zion? Ooh, ooh moving to L.A., baby. No, <laughs> <laughs> they but probably yeah, trade that pick. Uh, Lakers who, would trade who, number Mavericks? one pick. Oh, for, La- oh. No, the Lakers would for Anthony Davis. AD. Yeah, dang, they probably would, but I don't know, man. If look, I if, if we, to. I'm about to say I'd like we get Zion. <laughs> 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 you out of here, old man. Hey, <laughs> right. look, for real, for real though. But uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I uh, just to get back to the rookie of the year thing. I brought up Trey because I mean, obviously, Luca is the rookie of the year. Like you said, I mean, from from day one. Luca has came in and just dominated the game. Like the the game is easy to him. Next year, when Porzingis is healthy, the Mavericks are going to be a problem. But um, yeah, they didn't trade at all his starting lineup, so now he's not doing <laughs> nobody. And now he's yeah. like, his, sh- his shooting numbers have went down. He's getting turnovers are up, but he's still putting up numbers. So right, and yeah, I I, I brought up Trey because um I remember I remember seeing him in the summer league uh when when we went last year. And I remember noticing just how fast he was. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that he had that quickness to his game. And I think that that is what's really helping him now. Um, he can, you know, he, he can easily, uh, he's easily getting by people. Um, he, he's finishing at the rim. And I mean, he's, I, I, I'm like a huge fan of his game. Like I, 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 I would like watch the Hawks play now before I watch the Lakers yeah. play, and that's sad. Uh, yeah, the Hawks are exciting, man. Yeah, and they well, like, they, they play hard. Threat of- yeah, they do. Uh, Trey Young having the threat of pulling up from thirty, you know, that yes. opens up the floor like just like stuff. Like it's 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 a, it's a weapon. So yeah, definitely. Okay, so what about what about the MVP award? Um, last time we spoke, I think that we both pretty much had Giannis penciled in. Did that change for you? Nah, Harden has tailed off a little bit. Though the Rockets have been winning more, Harden's like uh, you know shooting. You know his numbers have been going down just because mm-hmm. he's right now playing more team ball, which is better for the team. It is. Uh, uh, 
which, you know, he's still having a great season, but I, I still give it to Giannis. Best record in the league, not just the East, the, the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he's unstoppable. Yeah, man. Yeah, but the same for me. Giannis, Giannis is still the clear favorite. Um, I mean, the, the Bucks are just, my goodness, 52 and 18. They still have the highest point differential in the league. I mean, they're, they're, they're just crushing teams. Like, every, every time they play, I mean, I'm surprised that we're not getting blown out right now. Uh, let me Giannis look. Isn't oh, that's right. Giannis is not playing. Neither, neither is LeBron. So, yeah. I mean, you know, um, I, I Giannis is still my MVP. I have no no doubt in my mind that he's going to win the award. Um, so let's move on to the first team, All NBA. Um, so the first team All NBA is the five best guys at their position in the league. Uh, so who do you have as your five best guys for the first team All NBA this year? So. So this is for the season. It's not necessarily just status in the league. Of course. So um, so I got Steph, I got Harden, KD, Paul George, and Joel Embiid. So even though I, I wow. still have LeBron top two, I don't have him in my all-NBA first team. You don't have Giannis either. Wow, okay. Oh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. <laughs> I knew I was leaving somebody. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, Paul George. Man. Okay, sorry, KD. I'm going Giannis. Paul, oh. Giannis and... Paul George. Okay. So Steph, Giannis. Man, I knew I was leaving somebody out. I felt weird about this. Okay. Steph, Harden, <laughs> Giannis, Paul George, and Embiid. So, okay. So those are my disclaimers. I still have KD and LeBron as the top two players, but they didn't have the best seasons. Even though KD's right. having a great season, LeBron's putting up great numbers. But the Warriors aren't as good uh, as they should be. And honestly, they're, they're coasting. I, I, yeah, they're coasting. I'm, I'm not even gonna blame anybody. It's just like whatever. But yeah, that's interesting, man. I had um, mine are very similar. I mean, I had Steph Harden. Um, sorry, Steph Harden, uh, Giannis. I had KD in there too, um, and then I had Embiid, of course, at the five. Um, I couldn't leave off KD, man. I I just couldn't. Even though Paul George has been having a spectacular season, but He's Kevin Durant is too. Scoring, bro. Paul George, yeah. I don't know. Um. I mean, Durant's averaging 27, 27, 5, and basically 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul George, 28, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. I mean, it's real similar, uh, advanced numbers and stuff, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, potato, potato. I just, you know, I I, I just couldn't leave him off. I mean, you know, he's he's been playing fantastic ball. Um So let's, let's, let's go ahead and talk about, uh, let's get into some playoff talk. So... You raised the question to me earlier. Um, is there <laughs> is is there like a point for some of these teams to even make the playoffs if, if they just suck or if they have a losing record? Like, why is Detroit or Brooklyn or Miami even happy about getting into playoffs if they're just going to get swept in the first round? Well, I can understand Brooklyn. You know, they're a young team after, I mean, not having any draft picks for like 10 years or whatever it was. I mean, they're, they're happy to finally have some <laughs> success, right? So. Um, I was exaggerating within 10 years, but it was what five? It was damn yeah. near, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good for them. I mean, I, they have cap space this summer too, so it's a good look to just try to, you know, try to be an attractive destination with, with a young talent. So, um, that's that's cool for them, but yeah, like the Pistons, what's the point? Um, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just capped out too. I mean, they got a star in Blake Griffin who's having a great season, low key, great season, but. Drummond, I mean, he is what he is. Uh, does him and Griffin even fit great? Reggie Jackson is really the problem. They don't have any good guards. I mean, Mm-mm. they're going to get demolished in the playoffs, and then then what? That next year they're going to run back with the same team? Like, time to blow it up, man. Uh, the Heat, come on, it's just a whole bunch of overpaid average players. I mean, <laughs> what, is, what is Pat Riley doing with this with the Heat? Like, Giving Dwayne away his last ride. Last okay. dance. Maybe that's maybe that's where it is. They just wanted to make the playoffs for Dwayne Wade. Probably. Okay. Because otherwise they need they need to take they need some kind of chance for high end talent. They need to shed salary and just start over and try to open up cap space. Miami should be trying to be free agent destination this summer. All these free agents in Miami don't even got no money. What is Pat Riley doing? <laughs> uh, so the Magic. Okay, they're a young team. Whatever. Uh, Hornets. I mean, <laughs> Kimba. If he if Kimba resigns. I mean, it must be for the Supermax. It's just all about the money. I, mean, I get it, yeah. I guess. But 
I don't uh, get it. That's, that's purgatory. Yeah, he's stuck. Yeah. Like that's he's you. You'd be signing four or five years of your life away just to, well, unless you'd ask for a trade in a year. I don't know, but uh, the Wizards they need to blow it up, but they're stuck. I mean, and then the rest of the East is just tanking teams, and then the West, the Blazers. I mean, at what point? How many times do you just keep trying to run out the same core? Blazers, they they get on my nerves, and it, it's mainly it's mainly Damian Damian Lillard. Like this guy, I love Dame Lillard. But no, bro, I, I, think, I, I think hate his attitude. Why? Because, bro, like Dame really thinks that they have a chance every year. Like he needs to leave. They do not have a chance. They're not going to win anything. And he genuinely thinks that. Like he he he, like he he's insane. <laughs> like he really thinks that the uh, that the Blazers have a chance to win. And it it pisses me off because they don't. They're not that good. Damian Lillard just, isn't just, that good. Just, you just want him to bounce. So you don't yes. Think, I don't know. I think he's a top five point guard. Okay. We can establish mm-hmm. that right now. Let me think. What, Steph, Steph, Kyrie, Westbrook. I'll take Dame over Westbrook this year. I'm sorry. Westbrook, not it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. But okay, well, whatever. Dame, Westbrook. So he's who, who, top four at, at the worst? Maybe, but I mean, he's he's not he's not the guy. Like he's he's tried leading this franchise for the past four or five years, and it hasn't worked. At some point, you got to realize that this ain't it, and you got to move on. I, I feel like he's wasting his career. If I were them, I would try to move McCollum and try to get like a another two or three guard. I mean, two two guard or, or you know a wing, some somebody bigger who can defend and just changes it up him and him and cj are redundant they like have the same type of game mm-hmm. and they're both six three like you need it's not gonna work you need somebody <laughs> taller than that so yeah he'd be perfect I, honestly he'd be perfect with the lakers if we can't get nobody uh, it'd be nice if he i don't know what his status is uh, as far as contracts but uh, i think he signed a deal maybe like two years ago so he's he's uh, stuck there well and then, like the Spurs, I mean, I understand Popovich don't want to tank, don't want to start over, but man, like, what's the upside? Uh, um, losing in the first round, I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to. That's that's what I hated about when I was trying to root for the Hawks. I mean, I was, I'm always a Lakers fan, of course, but you know, the local Hawks, I want them to be good. I want to go to team, you know, at least go to an arena that has competitive games and has, you know, a good local team. Right. So the the Hawks, you know, that was okay that they were a competitive playoff team, but it always bothered me that they were just fine with being stuck in purgatory. It's like a second round ceiling. Like as a as a fan, don't you want more than that? Don't you deserve that? Like, yeah, you want a team to be good, but like, at what point do you realize, okay, it's, we need to start over? Because, um, what's the point? I mean, I, I want a team that can contend for a championship. Maybe just because yeah. I know this as a Lakers fan, I know what it feels like to win. I was about to say, like, yeah, I think I, I I don't think a lot of franchises think that way. I mean, you know, us as Lakers fans, it's championship or nothing. But a, a lot of franchises are are happy to just make the playoffs. So, you know, that sucks for the league. But yeah, like to me, this season, like people for the Lakers, people compared this season to the uh, the this is it. I mean, this is going to be fun. The Dwight Mayer, Steve Nash uh, season. <laughs> 2012-2013, where Kobe scores yeah. Achilles, mm-hmm. our last time in the playoffs. Uh, which one is the worst disaster? I think that season was, because not only did we come in with championship expectations, we lost Kobe Bryant, man. It, it, mm-hmm. that, that's the worst. That's like the nightmare season. Yes. We had to live through Dwight Howard getting stripped every time and just being a pain in the ass. <laughs> Traveling uh... in three seconds and brick free throws. Oh, my God. I was tired. <laughs> that I, was not, I was not uh, yeah. mad when he left. But, poor, yeah. Steve, poor Steve Nash couldn't play more than like two or three games. Yeah, this fool hurt his back picking up his luggage in, in, in the <laughs> training camp. What the, what the hell? Uh, oh, uh, so that that season was more disappointing because this season it was just like, you know, if we made the playoffs, cool, it would be experience for our young guys, but like we weren't contending for a championship. So, you know, but all that to say, like, yeah, I, I just don't understand how – Fan bases and, and, and teams can just be happy being on a treadmill or like or just trying to make the playoffs for nothing. I mean, this it's almost better to tank and get a, a lottery pick and be have a chance to get superstar talent in the draft as opposed to making a bottom seed 
Like, wouldn't the Jazz be better off if they just tanked and, and got <laughs> RJ, RJ Barrett or something? Like, Donovan Mitchell needs some help. Um, yeah. I mean, it's almost better. Maybe maybe the Hornets will make get get a top five picker and then get Cam Reddish or RJ Barrett or something. Like, you know, it, it's 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 almost better to just miss the playoffs as opposed to being a bottom seed unless you're a young team that's trying to get some experience, in my opinion, anyway. What, what do you think? I mean, like I said, man, it's 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 weird because I I I I'm of the mindset that GMs and owners just don't think that way. I think that they think that you know if if their team is is as good as can be and they make the first or the second round every year, then that's playoff revenue, that's extra butts yeah, in seats. Good. Yeah, I mean it's just business. Like, and I I think that that's what really drives these teams. You know, like. Players, but I mean, players should see it from a different point of view. Like, like I said about Damian Lillard, like, they, like, my fear is that he's going to waste his career away in Portland, trying to win a championship with CJ McCollum. Like, bro, that's that's not it, bro. Y'all are not ever going to win a championship. Look, Kevin Durant, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. yeah, yeah, look, <laughs> Kevin Durant came on CJ McCollum's podcast and said that. Like he straight told him that to his face, like, bro, you're not gonna win a championship. Like he, like, bro, like it's it's not happening. So just just leave, please, just leave. But anyway, at what point did the Thunder get to that point? What I mean is Westbrook just gonna have to tear his ACL or something for them to finally blow it up? Probably, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's gonna take something for to Westbrook to where they're they're gonna realize that they're not gonna win anything either. I, you know, man. To to be completely honest. And I, I know that this is a subject for later, but the Warriors, they got it made, like, because they they have a uh, they have a whole switch that they can flip. So, like, there is literally no team that I see as a viable threat to the Warriors, like not the Rockets, not the Nuggets, not Portland, not San Antonio, not OKC, not Utah, not the Clippers. Like the Warriors about to have it easy again. Um yeah, I don't. I Let, let's. I agree. Let's transition to the to the Western Conference sure. playoff picture and start on that. Because look, I've been hearing a lot of murmurs or the or the word. I mean, they've what five and five in their last ten, and, and yeah, some some ugly losses here and there. But probably only only on pace for less than fifty five wins, which is kind of crazy for all their talent. Mm-hmm. But um, with that said, they have like you said another two switch. Are I mean, are, have, the last couple of years in the playoffs, we've seen this team flip the switch. I mean. Yeah, we know, and and now and they have uh, cousins now, and yep. Bogut, who actually is going to contribute. He actually, I saw a little bit of the game they lost against the Spurs. He looked good. He's moving fine. He's doing exactly, I mean, better than like Looney and uh, uh, Jordan Bell and uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's basically like a Zaza Pachulia type. He can he can be serviceable out there. I mean, well, uh, is he is is he is he the same as he was when he played for them in '15 when he they was, won the championship? Yeah. Yeah, he looked oh, great. Okay. Yeah, I mean, not he didn't look as uh, athletic. He wasn't dunking as easily, but he, oh, okay, he that's good. good. He, he he lost weight. He, he looked mobile. Still setting them legal screens. Uh, <laughs> you know, good. Yep, good passer. You always used to complain about that, bro. You like look, look hold on. Uh, look, Andrew Bogan and Kevin and Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett. were like oh the two God. guys that you always said to set them illegal screens, bro. Uh, Garnett used to straight up push, bro, like or hold you. Like it was so blatant. Like, how did they not call that? It'd that be right is for hilarious. the rest because straight it's just, it's just respect at that point because he, he's a star and he does it for so long, but like, oh my god, like he was and then Bogut just be out here football blocking, like, <laughs> like he's a lineman. Like, this is not Oh man, it's a, it's a it's a moving screen, but okay, whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, the Warriors, um, they're not they're like half speed on defense. You know, they're not as crisp on offense. Nope. Really, they they're doing too much on offense. They need to just if they wanted to, they could just do it. Steph, KD, pick and roll, or just a Steph pick and roll, and just dominate. But like, mm-hmm. so whatever reason, Steve Kerr wants to play this egalitarian offense. Everybody touches it, I guess, to just keep people engaged, but. Sure. Look, um, Iguodala's having a great season. Steph's having a great season. KD's having a great season. Um, uh, Clay is is turning back on. Mm-hmm. Draymond has played better. I mean, he's not you know 2015, 2016 Draymond, but he's better. Yeah. Uh, than he what 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 he was earlier in the year. Um, you know, you know their their bench is a little thin, but in the playoffs you only need to play like seven guys. So they'll be mm-hmm. all right. And so, yeah, once it, when it get, I mean, like you said, who in the West is going to 
challenged them. I mean, I could see the Rockets again, maybe it's maybe a six game, seven game series. I can see it if, if the Rockets are hitting their threes. Um, but the Thunder, what I mean, they they let me tell you something in the last three, four years, they have straight shut Westbrook down. Yep, like Westbrook and really most usually Harden, but maybe not so much lately. But they, they know how to shut, especially Westbrook down. Oh, they just Clay Thompson be having them wrapped up, man. Like mm-hmm. so, and Westbrook once he's the type when he struggles, he's gonna just do the most. Force it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna goad him into going freaking sixteen to forty and <laughs> and, <laughs> and have his triple double or quadruple double with his ten turnovers. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like they're yeah. not scared of the Thunder as long as Westbrook is there. Yeah, that's um, facts. And then, the, the Nuggets are just too young. I mean, you tell me they're gonna go from not make the playoffs to beating the, the Warriors? Yeah, no, no way. It's not gonna happen. It, it, it's not how it works. So, I mean, I can <laughs> see the Rockets again giving them a challenge, but it, it's not a guarantee the Rockets make it to the conference finals because it's it's all about matchups. Now, I Very can see true. the Nuggets beating the Rockets. I, I can see the, the Thunder beating the Rockets. I was about to say, yeah. I mean, like as as it stands right now, like if the playoffs started today, first round would be Houston versus OKC, and uh, I. I think OKC might might win that series, man. I might give it to them, yeah, because they yeah. match up actually kind of good with it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll you know we'll see. But honestly, I think. I mean, is there anything else to say about the West? I mean, the Spurs won nine straight, but we yeah, about nah. what, to what end? Like, what's the point? Yeah, you know, exactly. There's not a single team in the play if they could get matched up with the Clippers somehow then they could maybe advance to the second round but I don't see them beating the Blazers I don't see them beating the Jazz no mm-hmm. I mean it's not they don't have enough talent which is it really comes down to uh well somehow they're defending well in the streak but I think they miss uh DeJounte Murray for their defense and just oh yeah I think they just need more athleticism with their guards um and and also look they got DeMar DeRozan and we've seen how he is in the playoff. He is not it. So uh, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm out on the Spurs. Um, and then the Clippers, they just want to make the playoffs. The Jazz, they don't, you know, Mitchell don't have enough help. But they could, they could surprise the Blazers or sure, uh, maybe, let's see. Maybe the Spurs. Maybe, <laughs> well, I don't know if they'd be matched up with the Spurs. Well, they, yeah, those seedings yeah. are pretty good. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're only half game from each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could see the Nuggets losing in the first round to, the, the, like, the Jazz or, oh, definitely. or the Thunder. Or, it, it wouldn't surprise me know. at all. It wouldn't surprise me at all. So, really, it's it's a toss-up for everybody in the West except for the, the Warriors. I mean, yeah. Um, I guess maybe maybe the Clippers and Spurs. Uh, Clippers are about the only team I could see, like, not winning at all, like, <laughs> no matter who they can match up with. But, but – you know, maybe I can give a, a, the the other teams a chance to win around, but what's the point? Right. Um, but the East is where I think all the like the best teams. Oh uh, man, these these East yeah these East playoff series are going to be fantastic. Like my goodness, I mean from from the opening opening series. Uh, I mean, you know, if so, like right now, like if, if the playoffs started today, it'd be you know Miami and Milwaukee, which. They probably get swept, but it, it'd, be, it'd be nice to see D Wade play against Giannis. Um, hopefully, he'll go all out. Brooklyn and Toronto, that'll be a decent series. Um, Philly and Detroit, that'll be a sweep. And then Indiana and Boston, that'll probably be eh, probably be five or six games. But that second round, oh my goodness, <laughs> like yeah, I don't know what's going, gonna happen. It's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, honestly, I can't call. You put, you put a gun to my head, and I'm just like, because. Uh, <laughs> These teams are. It really just depends on matchups. I mean, yes, the Sixers definitely. seem to match up pretty good with the Bucks. Yeah, but they and, don't match up with the Celtics. But say, but but the Celtics have their number. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Celtics beat the Bucks last year in the first round, but that was before they changed their coach. And before Giannis was really Giannis. I mean, he had a good year last year, but yeah, yeah, true. He's just unstoppable this year. Uh, the Raptors. I mean, they're. The Raptors, I think, is weird because with the, I, they have to feel like something's weird with Kawhi. Like this, he's still not all the way in. He keeps resting every other game, and 
uh, you know, he don't talk to nobody. He's just like, <laughs> it's, it's just rumor. You know, the the Clippers front office is going to all the Raptors games and just, you know, chucking it up with them. It's just like, man, it's, it's that meme where uh, the guy's walking with his girl looking back and looking at something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not it's not looking good for them. So, and then like Lowry's just taking a step back every year. He's, he made the all-star team, but he's only averaging like 14 points. And I don't know. they. They're just a team that, when it gets tough, I wonder if they're going to be connected. Right. I wonder if, at what point does Kawhi just be like, screw it, one, two, three, Cancun? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure about them. Them and then, and then the Sixers, I think they can get crazy if, if, you know, if they get a tough series and they start pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler start cursing somebody out or something. That's all it takes. But I think the Sixers have the most, the most talent, you know, the best starting yeah, five. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they come out the East and like give the Warriors six games or so. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I think they could actually give the war them and the Celtics give the Warriors the best shot out the East. Maybe the Raptors if they can get it together. It's just they're so weird. The yeah. Bucks, man, I was I was high on the Bucks like a couple weeks ago, but they, not a, the, the more I've been watching them, man. I think they're a team that is. Uh, it just reminds me a little bit of of ironically Budenholzer's Hawks. Mm. Like built they, for the regular season, make the Eastern Conference Finals, but it's just I don't know, man. Yeah, they're built for the regular season, and <clears throat> do you really trust Brooke Lopez when the going gets tough? He, <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of like a, a mental midget. Um, you know, Miritich is kind of hot or cold, and he's not been that great in the last couple weeks. Um, Middleton is just, I mean, he's 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 not all that, man. He's only averaging like 15, 16 points. And, right. And Bledsoe is erratic. They're missing Brogdon for till probably like the second round of the playoff. He's gonna be out a couple months. Uh, they're they're a little iffy. I wouldn't be surprised if if somebody catches them in, the, in that second round. Actually, where everybody's uh, jumbled up, we'll see if it's the mm-hmm. Sixers or the Celtics or whoever. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, is there any team out the East that you feel strongly about? Philly. I think, I think at this point, gun to my head, yeah, I go with Philly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Philly. Philly is the only team that that I feel has a legitimate shot. Um, Boston, it, 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 it really just depends on the matchups. I mean, if it's, if, you know, as it stands right now, Philly and Boston wouldn't play each other until the Eastern Conference Finals. So, I mean. That's what Philly needs. They need to avoid yeah, them until they get it Exactly. Rolling. That's just what I was going to say. So, like, if if Philly can avoid Boston until the Eastern Conference Finals, then I'm rolling with Philly because I, I believe in Joel Embiid. Um, I think that he he remembers last year and he remembers how they were embarrassed and how he got locked up. I mean, just calling it like it is. So hopefully he and he plans mostly to mostly this season too, but not just the playoffs. This, yeah, this year the Celtics had the number. I think they're three and zero against the mm-hmm. Sixers, and and Embiid has not been playing well when Horford's been out there. Horford's yeah. got a number. I don't know what it is, but yeah. So hopefully you know hopefully Embiid will channel that, and you know we'll see. We'll see, you know, uh, a star rise in the playoffs, and we'll see a fantastic series. I, uh, I wouldn't mind it going seven games, um, but I think if if the Sixers and the Celtics play each other in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think that that'll definitely be the series to watch um, for me, anyway. So, like, do you feel like um, um, do you feel like the the toughest team in the East right now is? Is Philly or Milwaukee or who, who? Who do you feel like is like the team to beat in the East right now? The team to beat. Well, I mean, you got to give it to Milwaukee, but at the, when it comes down to it, Philly has the most star power, and mm-hmm. they, they went all in this year. And definitely, they have a great they have a great home court, crazy great home home court. Yes. Eagles just won the Super Bowl, you know, last year, but not not this past Super Bowl. But um, Philly's got Bryce Harper, so, so you know, Philadelphia sports uh, scene is just back back where it used to be like ten years ago. Right. So, um, they real hype out there. I I, I I could see it, man. I could see it. It really just depends on if Jimmy Butler can buy in. Uh, <laughs> at least at least for this this year, I don't I don't I'm, I'd still be surprised if they bring him back. I guess it depends on how the playoffs go. Yeah, but um, you know Embiid's going to put up his numbers. Uh, Simmons, you know he kind of is what he is. Tobias Harris is like that glue. I think he's been 
kind of perfect for them. And, you know, we'll see where it falls. I, I wanted to ask you, though. So I think you kind of alluded to it. Do you think Embiid is the guy that's just going to rise and just really like I feel like this is a, a swing year, like a transition year with LeBron out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Warriors kind of dormant right now, though. They're going to, you know, they're going to probably sleepwalk into the Western Conference Finals and then wake up. Yeah, I feel like it feels like this is the year where maybe two or three guys can like really emerge and like put their stamp on. Hey, this is this is this is I'm coming. Like I'm coming yeah. to the top five or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, what Giannis and B. Uh, I mean, Harden could really put his stamp as the try to go for the best player in the league if they could win the championship. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see it, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, last year I feel like Victor Oladipo was the guy last year who in that in, in that seven game series with the Cavs he showed everybody and I'm talking everybody um, who he was. Like if, if if you didn't know who Victor Oladipo was by the end of that series, even though they lost, you knew who he was because he balled out that series. And yeah, man, like I think Embiid, Jason Tatum, yeah, Tatum, exactly, yeah. But I, I think this year, like you said, with with LeBron not only out of the East but out of the the playoffs altogether, I think that the Eastern Conference is going to be so fun. Like I think. Embiid is going to have a breakout year, um, I, and and yeah, man, Giannis. I think, <laughs> I think Giannis is going to dominate the playoffs. Uh, I I, could see I him averaging like thirty five, forty. Like, yeah, I mean he he could. I mean he he's like the closest thing to Shaq. Like exactly. Uh, <laughs> like he he just he dunks so much so hard like on everybody. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I just he hit I, a highlight the other day. Where he just backed down Simmons like he was a baby and just dunked on him like yeah, <laughs> like it was nothing like yeah. And he actually called him a baby. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, right. 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 <laughs> But then, you know, Ben Simmons got a tip dunk on him the next play. But anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, Giannis, Giannis and the Bucks, um, I, I think that their ceiling is still, you know, second round, maybe depending on matchups, Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think that, that they're going to go any further than that. But I, I do think Giannis is going to show us why he's the MVP. I think that this, like, you know, for, 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 for anybody that doesn't, because, I mean, Milwaukee, even though they're the best team in the league, they're still not, they're, they're barely promoted. I mean, you know, they're they're not on TV every every that, week. Yeah. You you so, would think they'd have Giannis like everywhere or plastered everywhere to try to Right. Because at some point they, we do have to transition from LeBron, right? I mean he's yeah. going on thirty five next season. Like some point they we gotta to. find the next guy to carry the flag as the you know, the yeah. best of the league. I wonder who would that be? I mean, I mean it sounds like probably be Steph. It could be <laughs> it could be Zion, it could be Zion or, or Oh, or yeah, it could be yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I mean I think MB and Giannis will definitely have the biggest playoff series for sure. Um, anybody in the West, I mean, it doesn't. I don't know the Warriors. <laughs> like I, don't, I mean, you know, I don't. I don't think anybody is gonna do anything significant in the West. To be honest, I, I feel like the West is almost gonna be boring. Um, but Isn't the Eastern crazy Conference, how the, how the tides are turning. How yeah, the, man. The West used to be the conference that was had everything. Now it's just like, eh, the Warriors just got such a grapple on this conference that mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't exciting no more. And now yeah. we have four powerhouses in the East. Right. Yeah, it's it's exciting, man. It's exciting time to be a basketball fan. With so I mean, said though, if you had if you had to pick the Warriors or the field, gun to your head, what what would you pick? Or or you know, if it was like for a million dollars. Oh, the Warriors. The Warriors, like by far, your favorite. Yes, the Warriors are 2019 NBA champs. Let's start next season. Like that's how but I feel. But this is the first <laughs> time since. Um, well, since KD has been with the Warriors, that I felt like there's a couple teams, man, that could give them, you know, that could that could catch them slipping if they don't flip the switch. If, you know, yeah. If, if, if they're messing around like they were um, against the the Rockets last year, they could they could have their backs against the wall, have a six seven game series again, and you never know yeah. how it goes if it's a game seven. I could yeah. see, I could totally see the Sixers. I could see the Celtics if they could get their shit together. Sorry. Uh, Carson, uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, the Raptors have the talent, but it's just it's it's weird. I don't I don't. You, you, what's your thoughts on the Raptors? You haven't said much about them. What are you? Yeah, man, and I. It's not that I meant to ignore them. I just every time I see the Raptors, I see the Raptors of Ghost Pass, you know, of Christmas Pass, and they they've been nothing but choke artists i mean they've been the definition of a regular season team for the past four or five years sure they have Kawhi instead of demar Derozan, but they still have the face of that is on the spurs now yeah but i mean they still largely have the same team 
So, I mean, sure, um, you know, Ananobi has gotten better. Pascal Siakam has gotten better. I don't believe in Toronto. I just don't. Um, they've they've got to show me that they can win a playoff series with Kyle Lowry as a starting point guard because he has been absolutely awful in the playoffs um, yeah. for the past three to four years. And I just, yeah, I just, I just don't believe in him at all. So Tell you what though, it ain't, it ain't no LeBron two out there no more. No, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not. But LeBron ain't the only team they lost to. I'm pretty sure they lost to Brooklyn one year. They lost to uh, Washington one year. Um, I don't. Uh, Toronto just, yeah, I don't believe in them. And yeah, I mean Kawhi, Kawhi don't care about them. He's leaving. <laughs> so like, he, he, re- uh, he ready to get out. He ready to get out there to that Cali weed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi does not care. So yeah, um, I mean. Toronto will be a good, entertaining second, you know, second round matchup for whoever they face. But that's all they are. They're not going anywhere past that. So if uh, if if the playoffs started today, do you have like a sleeper team that could, you know, give give somebody like a good a good matchup in the playoffs? A sleeper? Uh, not really. I mean. You just feel like it's real cut and dry, like you know, it's it's gonna be what it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, what do you? You mean like like how the Jazz beat the the Thunder in the first round? Yeah, type of surprise. I mean, yeah, for me, so like you know, I thought I thought of the Heat and Dwayne Wade. You know, I'm I'm I I I, am a huge fan of D Wade, so I would love to see him surprise some team in the first round and you know put on a D Wade performance. I don't think it's gonna happen, but. It, it would be amazing if if D Wade turned back the clock for a playoff series. You know, that's kind of a lot of lines I was thinking. Uh, no, nah, that ain't happening, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, probably not. All right then. So, uh, final question, man. Um, if I had to put you on the spot right now and ask you, who are your top ten guys in the league? You know, since since LeBron clearly isn't the best player in the league anymore, I need ten guys who you think is uh. Is is gonna you know be the the ten best players in the league? Top ten. Okay, so roughly I got so I, I got KD as my best player. So uh-huh. I got LeBron number two. I give Giannis three. I like Steph at four. Um, I give Harden five out of respect. He's averaging thirty six points a game. Boo. Uh, <laughs> I got Embiid at six. Um. I mean, he's on the cusp of being top five. He's mm-hmm. his playoffs could catapult him. Uh, I got Kawhi at seven. I got AD at eight, which is pretty crazy. As much talent as he has, mm-hmm. this has been such a weird year for him. He's kind of taking a hit. Yeah, and really got. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, AD at eight. I got nine. Paul George, ten. Kyrie. So the, those first eight. I mean, that's it, elite crazy, talent. Crazy how much. Yeah, how much elite top end talent we have. I mean. I remember we used to have, uh, like, Carmelo was, like, a top-five player back in the day. I mean, I yeah. respect to Carmelo, but, like, he'd be, even in his prime, he'd be maybe, like, nine on this list right now, maybe ten. I mean, mm, I'd put Melo, he, yeah, he, he, he'd be in my than, top ten. Okay, but say, he's, well, he's basically, would, like, putting up Paul George numbers. Like, that's so, but Paul George is a better defender, so what? I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can chalk it up to the era, right? Because this sure. is a different sure. era. Yeah. He, he would shot more threes and just been more open there. Same thing with Kobe. He would have been more efficient, probably averaging like 40 a game. <laughs> Jordan, same way. He'd be averaging like 45. It'd be just yeah. too easy. Seriously. But, yeah. Um, who's your top 10? Yeah, so for me, I had – Yeah, man. It, I mean, it's it's similar, but it, it's it's a little different. So I, I, I still have LeBron as number one. I, 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 like I said earlier, I still think LeBron's the best player in the league. Um, I mean, you know, the 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 stretch and the run that, that he had with us before he went down on Christmas was elite level stuff. So, I mean, I've, I've got to get the man props. And I'm I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm just a Lakers fan. So, yeah. And it's really hard to look too far past last year in the playoffs where he was absolutely incredible. I know, game one, man. His game one of the finals was probably the best game I've ever seen. Like, I was just, I remember I was texting, I was like, bro, like, what is happening? This dude is making mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Like, so you, you just, I just always felt like he had another level or two and 
I feel like the injury just kind of sapped him of his confidence and, and his uh, ability his to tap into that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so number two, I have KD. Three, I have Giannis. Four, I have Steph. Five, I have Embiid. I, I think Embiid is ready now. Um, playoffs, no playoffs. Like this dude has so much talent on both ends of the floor. He's a top five player to me. Um, six, I have Kawhi. Uh, seven, AD. Eight, Paul George. Nine, Westbrook. And ten, James Harden. Uh, the last, <laughs> listen, the, the 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 last two were kind of just whatever. I mean, I could have subbed out James Harden for Kyrie Irving. Um, or I could have subbed out Westbrook for Kyrie. I don't know. But so I'm James a hater. Harden, I a borderline don't like James Harden. Player. Borderline, yes. I would not Man. pick him. If, if if I was a GM right now, I would not pick James Harden. Like, I, I would literally I mean, find you gotta, his players. talent, though. His talent, you got to – come on. Come on. His talent-wise, he's up there. He might not like how he plays his game, but – No, I don't respect anything him, he does. I don't care. I do not want him to play for my franchise. That's just me. Sorry. Yeah, sounds like a future Laker to me. <laughs> I know, right? We, did, we had LeBron. We had Rondo. We had all these guys we didn't want. Well, yeah. Look, we, we almost had uh, Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen probably. No, I'm just playing. We did actually almost have Kevin Garnett, actually. But I wanted him. Did you? Hmm. Yeah, well, it was a Timberwolf. It was all good. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, before he was a Celtic. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, all right, uh, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. This was an impromptu podcast. I'm glad we got it done. I, I needed needed this. Um, you know, it, it sucks that the Lakers suck, but it's almost playoff time. It's March Madness time, so hopefully we're getting some good hoops uh, in between now and the end of the year. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, are you are you actually gonna watch the tournament? I am. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna watch only for Zion. So I mean, I say I'm probably just gonna watch Duke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. Who so they, cares about the? So yeah, who cares about they the get other bounces, guys? I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who, like, I'm not watching for anybody besides real Zion. Quick, I'm, real quick, give me your give me your thoughts on Zion. Is is this guy? Because to me, I don't know what I'm watching. It's like the most incredible thing I've seen in college, especially. But like, mm-hmm. I, I I can't wait to see him in the NBA. Like his his for someone his size, his strength. Is off the charts. His athleticism, he just floats in the air like easy. He jumps so easy. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's actually skilled, man. I like I, I think this guy is about to be the next uh like the next I think I could see him holding the flag. I could see him like immediately making an impact on both mm-hmm. ends. And honestly I want I want to give him the ball and like have him be like a ball handler, like him try to be like a LeBron out Lamar Odom. So oh like LeBron. Okay. It's gonna, it's gonna, he's gonna take his lumps because he, he's not, he hasn't done that. But I just, I just want to see what he can do and just, just let him explore his talents because I think Man. with the NBA now, like open, open space, he's gonna be unstoppable. Yeah, but so I, I have reservations about Zion, and it's, it's just because he's doing everything he's doing at, at the collegiate level, where the talent, I mean, sure he's playing against D one talent, but. They're college athletes. They're amateurs. So, you know, who says that he's going to be able to do what he does to them in the league? I mean, now he's I... He's 285. He's already... I, yeah, he's... he's, he's, he's yeah, yeah, I, I know. He, he's Boban. bigger than any any guy in the league besides Boban. But that doesn't always translate. I mean, we've seen guys dominate at a certain level and not be nothing in the league. Not to say that Zion's not going to be nothing because, like I said, like, I've... I've I've tuned in to a few of their games and I've seen it. Like if if he jumps off the page, man, like it's yeah, he point. does. If he can get his his speed, his his athleticism to catch up, and you know, like then then it'll be easy for him. But I mean, right now he's out there running around with guys that that he's head and shoulders, you know, better than. So when he gets in the league and he meets similar talent. That's what we're going to be looking for, but I mean, I, I I have high hopes for him. I mean, if if we if 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 we are lucky enough to draft him number one, we better not trade him. Like I would be so upset if we trade Zion. I think that he would be a great investment for us, but I want to see him go to the Hawks, um, just because I want to buy season tickets yeah. to watch him play forty games a night. So. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I want him to go see the Hawks and the Mavs. It's funny as a Lakers fan, I don't even want number one pick because I know we're gonna trade it. I, I yeah, exactly. See number two, I agree, three and just and then trade it because I don't. Yeah. If we get a number one pick and trade it for Anthony Davis, I'm probably gonna hate Anthony Davis just off. off <laughs> 
Yeah. No, yeah, I totally agree. I gonna, totally agree. Now, now the Pelicans are going to have Zion, going to have Lonzo, Ingram, going to have the whole damn young Lakers that I wanted to watch. Yep. At this point, I, I just don't even want to trade for AD almost. But, <laughs> but yeah, well, that's, hey, that's, we'll that's, that's, about that's another pod. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Current Era Podcast. This episode was so fun to record. Um, it's good being back in the swing of things as the uh, NBA goes. Uh, we are paying heavy attention to the March Madness tournament uh, as it stands right now. Duke is currently killing. I mean, they barely scraped by against uh, whoever they played. I can't remember. But, yeah, um, I'm only watching the March Madness tournament for Zion, so I'm not going to front. I'm not a huge college basketball fan, but, you know, March Madness signifies that the end of the regular season for the NBA is approaching, which signifies the playoffs are approaching. And there's nothing like NBA playoff basketball. So, uh, so excited for that. Can't wait to see it. And, yeah, guys, that's all for today's episode. And please remember to uh, follow me on Instagram at Jules. That's J-O-U-L-3-S. J-O-U-L-3-S. Please remember to follow me on Instagram. And have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for listening.